It's Jess from Like a Dance Boss, and I am back with another episode for studio owners in Australia, around the world, wherever you are. I am here to chat all things dance studio owner life and see if maybe something I say can help you or maybe just make you feel like you're not alone in your situation and that there's lots of us who are going through the same stresses and same things at the same time. So today we're going to chat about trial classes in Melbourne and in Australia. We are about to start term one. So this is a really, really busy time with many, many things. I would love to talk about everything on my to-do list, but I think if you focus on too many things at one time, you just get stressed and frazzled and nothing seems to eventuate clearly or precisely or concisely. And so that's why today we're focusing on trial classes. So for me, I've tried a few different ways of doing trials at my studio. Initially, when I opened my studio, I don't remember offering free trials as such. I think it was very ad hoc the way that I started my studio. Keep in mind, this is 2007. But the studio was small. I did everything on my own. If someone called and said they wanted to book, they booked. If they wanted to try, they tried. But it wasn't really like a process. It wasn't something that I marketed or anything like that. So if your studio is small and very personable, you may not even need to make a process or you may not need to have clear boundaries within the school of what a person can or can't do to sign up. Um, But I do think that once you want to grow or once you are a bigger school or once you're not on top of all of the admin at your studio, there definitely needs to be a process in place and some type of policy about trial lessons. Otherwise, people are just going to be coming in and out of your studio and in and out of classes willy-nilly. And it's going to be really hard to track who's doing what or to convert those trials into booked students, or to even follow up those who have come and popped into the studio and trialed and maybe not joined or come back at all. So I guess that's something to think about. The other thing that I've done over the years is change the way that I approach trials. Sometimes I have offered free trials. Sometimes I've heavily advertised trials. There was a time where that was the key way to join my school. We just try and get you in for a free trial. Once you're there, then we worry about booking you in. It was my preferred way to onboard new students. Now I'm in a position where I charge for trials and I don't really advertise them. Like I definitely don't advertise trials, but like I barely even mention them. So you don't go onto the website and it's like straight away, book a free trial, book a trial today. That's just not the approach that I'm taking. Um, And I can tell you more about that, (laughs) but okay, let's start with why you might want to add free trials or trials to your studio or why maybe you should be doing them if you're not. If you put yourself in parents' shoes, like it's a very big commitment to sign their child up for an activity for a term or a year or even a month. And it's a lot of money as well to get them the uniform, the shoes, all the things they need. But also, it's a big commitment for them to sign their kid up for something as far as availability goes in their household. Like you've got to think about some of these parents are going to need to swap swimming and get grandma to pick up from school just so one of their kids can make it to a dance class at your school. So there's a lot of energy, effort, time and money that goes into an extracurricular activity for families. Now, every area and every demographic is different. You might... It'd be great if I put my computer on silent. 
You might be operating your studio in an area where parents aren't too fussed about money. They might just be like, well, we'll sign up if they like it. They like it. If they don't, they don't. It's no big deal. It's only a 10-week commitment. It's only a couple of hundred bucks. Doesn't matter. That's amazing. But for most of us, we operate in suburbs and areas where parents do care about how much money they're spending on their kids and they don't have the luxury of having a nanny or support maybe from grandparents to help with things. So it's a big commitment. And it's hard to expect them just to book in for something and then commit to it when they don't know if their kid's going to like it or not. So the most important thing is that if you're offering a trial, you're offering families the opportunity to taste something before they commit to it. And the reality is most of them are going to try it and join. I feel I I do think that it's worthwhile doing trials Well, offering trials would be better English. Um. And I just wanted to give you that perspective from a parent's point of view, if that's something that you haven't thought about already. The other good point about trials is that it gives families and kids an opportunity to trial different styles, different classes, different levels, and find the right class before you put them in the system. So for some of you, you might be like, oh, it's so annoying when they book in, but then they come to the class and they don't like that style. So then they end up trying something else and then something else and then... I've got to change their invoice and I've got to change this and I've got to change that and it's a pain in the ass. So for you, you might actually look at trials as a really good way to reduce stress for you and reduce the time wasted from you or your admin team on trying to organize the right class for a kid. So that's a really good way to look at trials as well. Let's get them in, let's sort out what they want to do and once they're set, we'll book them in and then there'll be consistency and they'll just stay in the system. There's no more fluffing around. The other thing about trials, I guess, I keep saying the other thing about trials, I could just keep going on and on and on and on and on. But I feel like a lot of parents like to trial multiple places, not just with dance, but with swimming or this or that. Often the first place they try, they go to, or sometimes they might try two or three places and choose their favorite. So I guess if you're in an area with many dance schools, then chances are they're offering trials. So you want to get in on that. If parents are like, hmm, we'll pick three, we'll try three. Well, choose the best one. If you're not offering a trial, then you're not even in the picture. So it's worthwhile having the trial just to be part of that trial process for that family or those families because there are many. Should you charge for trials or should you not charge for trials? I feel like this is a big question and it divides studio owners. I used to do free. I feel like free was easy. I didn't have a good or easy process to charge people. So it was actually taking me a lot of time to charge people for a trial, more time and effort than it was the money to bring in. So it was like, you know what? It's easier just to do the free trial and then there's no work from me. They just turn up. If they join, they join. If they don't, they don't. So that might be why you want to do free trials. Maybe you don't have yet a really smooth or automated process for them to pay for their trial, which is totally understandable. The other thing is, like I said before, you might have competitors offering free trials. So you you may go, well, if they're free, I want to be free. I want to be the same and I want them to look at me like they're looking at everyone else. The other reason why you might do free trials is simply it's a marketing tool. You're advertising something for free. You know people are going to see the word free and go, oh, I'll jump on that and do that. However, I cannot tell you how much of a change it's been with me charging for trials. I personally found that when I offered free trials, I received an abundance of free trials. Did they all join? No. Did they all even want to join? No. Did they all even genuinely invest in the trial because they planned to book into classes after? No. 
I did like this big come and try session and everyone loved it and had the best time. Afterwards, I chatted to some of the parents and they were open and honest about it. And they were like, oh, no, we're not really looking for classes yet. Probably when she's older. So, yeah, but thanks for the free session. And I was like, oh, damn. Like my come and try session was for the purpose of enrolling that next week for the term. Their vision of the trial was let's try it because it's something free for my kid to do today. She likes dancing. I don't want to buy the stuff. I don't want to commit. So we'll go to a free session. And yes, there's still benefits for that. One day when their kid wants to dance, they might go, oh, what was the name of that school we did that session at that time? So yeah, they might return and it could be worth investing into it. But trials at my studio are for the purpose of joining. And that's okay that I offer that. I'm not really in the market for attracting a thousand million students. I'm after a group of students who share my vision, share my values and want to enjoy everything we do at our studio. So I'm not looking for everyone. I'm not trying to be the biggest school ever. I'm just looking for people who genuinely are interested in what I offer and who are interested in being part of our community, not just to turn up and dance, but to be part of what we do for years and years and years. So that's why I'm not really attracting the free crowd. The other thing with free trials is I found that people don't often turn up. If they've got nothing to lose, then it's easy to wake up on a day and go, oh, I'm a bit tired or my kid's a bit tired or we won't worry about it. And then you've put yourself out to organize a trial that they don't turn up to. There's been weeks where like they've rescheduled week after week after week. Five weeks later, you're still holding a spot for them to do a trial. And it's like, this is not worth it. Anyway, that's my wrap on free trials. Let's now talk about charging for trials. I was like, this will be a 10 minute ep. No, it's going to be 20. (laughs) I hope you've allowed 20 minutes. All right. Why do I charge for trials? Great question. I charge for trials because I only want families coming to my studio to try classes if they're genuinely interested in not only joining dance classes, but joining dance classes at my school. I feel like if they're going to pay money for something, they're going to spend at least a minute looking at our Facebook page or our website, which will give them a really clear idea of the type of studio we are, what we offer, our expectations, things like whether there's a uniform or not. Does it look professional or does it look super relaxed? Does it look family friendly or does it look not family friendly? I feel like if they have to pay, they will spend at least one minute investigating what they're getting themselves into. And after that minute, if they think it's worth paying for a trial, I feel like they could potentially be my people. If they're like, "Uh, I don't know, it's only, you know, 15 bucks. Maybe we'll just pay it and see. Well, then that's no issue. If they waste my time, I've got $15 from the admin that it cost or took, the admin time that it took to organize, organize that trial, which really took no time at all because most of my processes are automated. But thank you for the $15 parent who didn't come. I guess you could look at it as paying $15 for their contact info which again is brilliant. They might not join now, but they might join in 5, 10, 15 years. You never know. Um, But the other reasons why I like to charge is because I feel like parents value our business for what it is. Our studio is popular. Our classes are pretty full. I feel like if we're charging for trials, the parents go, oh, well, this is pretty serious. Like they don't just have, you know, a free for all where you can come and try and bring your cousin on the day. It's no problem. Like it's all pretty... I don't want to say strict, but there's not a lot of flexibility when you join my studio. Like we've got two spots left in this class. We've got one spot in this class, or you can join the wait list for this one. 
So we kind of need people to book in and make a decision and we need them to pay for that trial because the type of studio that I run is something where you pay to receive something, which is how I operate, which is how I like to operate with other businesses as a customer. I don't like free stuff. I don't expect free stuff. And I, I respect business owners who charge their worth and who charge for things that they do or things that they provide. I choose good restaurants who charge good money because they provide a good experience and good food and good cocktails or bottomless cocktails. <laughs> Not really. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with charging money and I'm okay with parents going, well, I don't want to pay for a trial when the school down the road does a free trial. That's okay. You're not my person. My people are the people who are like, you know what? This looks like a good school. It looks pretty packed out. Everyone I know goes there. I'm happy to pay for the trial. And at the end of the day, my kid's going to get a dance class out of this trial. So that seems worth the $15 that they pay to do it. So that's my view on charging for trials. That's my view on free trials. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. I would love to talk to you again about my free trial process, my charged trial process, and all the info that comes with people attending trial lessons. So for example, when someone books a trial, they receive an automatic email. When they have finished their trial, my reception staff have a plan of attack on where to go from there. They'll also receive an automated email after they've done their trial to check in and see how they're going. Um, we also provide a free trial info page before they come so that they have lots of information on like when to get there, where to park, what to wear. We also do some trial gifts so it can change year to year. It can go from like here's a coloring sheet with our logo and personalized message on the back. I think I've shared that one online before because a few of you have reached out and said, oh, I love that idea. Yep, now I hand out coloring sheets with my logo and a message on the back. Um, but there's lots of things that you can do to make sure that your trials are the best thing ever, but also to make sure that if anyone's interested, you don't lose them after the trial and that you hook them in um, to join. Because usually they want to join. It's just a matter of you know, all the stars aligning with them not being too busy and caught up with all things parenting um, and you making it nice and simple and easy for them to be able to continue having their child attend and not just easy for them to come once and then forget about it. So let's save that for another episode. If you have anything to say on trials or any questions, please feel free to reach out. I love feedback. I love connecting with others and I love chatting about things. So you can reach me at Instagram, like a dance boss. You can go TikTok, dance studio, Jess, Facebook. You can just search like a dance boss, or you can even head to the website, which is like a dance boss.com.au. All the best. I hope that your enrollments are traveling really well. I hope your start date is approaching and you're feeling excited and not stressed. And I will see you for another episode soon.